Security can be a lonely, lonely business. But once in a while, two players find each other and they make it happen. Here at Pwned, we want to help them to understand, is it right or is it just wrong? Welcome to Right Swipes. <laughs> All right, Jack. We're in the mood for some swiping. Oh, yes. You're, you're still going to send some flowers? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, what, what Justin's talking about is sending flowers to the individual introduce me to him. Because as we're talking about this episode of Right Swipes, no, I could not be happier. Than to be she, she introduced me to you. It's all about you. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying you're, like, you're the center of the universe. Everybody wants to meet you. It's the gravity. I weigh a lot more. It's a triple force. I don't know. I've got a couple <laughs> inches on you, my friend. Uh, so tonight. Wait, I'm not the right kind of fuck. It's Let's right, go to a dark spot. It's, it's time for right swipes because there is a hell of a match going on inside the romance community that is cybersecurity. We saw a few dalliances. And now we see a consummation. Justin, give the news. So news is, after much anticipation and much uh, kind of back and forth, uh, Google has bought Mandiant after seemingly that Microsoft was going to consume Mandiant. A little shift. Now it seems to be Google. Which, by the way, like that to me, that would have been interesting to actually kind of see that unfold. Can you mention, can you mention the, the, the deal makers on that one? But, you know, I, I think that if you look back to 2014, when FireEye originally bought Mandiant, and uh, eventually Kevin Mandia, who's, who's the founder, ended up being uh, the CEO of FireEye, that was a really, that was a really sexy right swipe. If we had right swipes in 2014, we might have done a couple of episodes late night on that one. Because if you look at it, at the time when FireEye picked up Mandiant, reported revenues for Mandiant were about $100 million. They picked up for a billion dollars. 10x on a really skilled security services firm, more or less, with some good software they used to enable them. FireEye was killing it at the time. Um, I did a little bit of research. The market cap for FireEye at that point in time was about four and a little bit billion. And they picked up Mandiant for another billion. And within a month, right, within a month, they get up to almost 12 billion dollars in valuation just because of the power right on 12 billion dollars <laughs> that that because of the the additional reputation credibility the technology that mandiant brought to the FireEye portfolio so that's 2014 and it was really really interesting at the time so you know hell of a company that was built uh, at mandiant but as in so many romances it wasn't necessarily forever why do you think that was if I think about the difference in the two companies, Mandiant, and I, I've known a lot of people at Mandiant, they are mm -hmm. super qualified, good folks, that they were really fairly agnostic about the technologies. They were there to help the customer with a problem that they have. They recognized pretty early on that folks had different kinds of equipment, perhaps, or different environments, and they weren't saying, you know, come buy all our stuff. They said, call us, and when something horrible happens to you, we'll make it better. Whereas FireEye, had always been about bespoke technology, right? They had created their own proprietary blend of monitoring and gathering and analytic technology, which was really good, mm -hmm. but it was there. 
mm-hmm. right? And so you took Mandiant, which had been relatively agnostic, and you married them to a company who was trying to capitalize on investments they had made in proprietary software development. And so I think there was a natural disconnect, right? That Mandiant could be awesome, right? But so long as the success of FireEye was determined by the sales of their enterprise software, I think there was a disconnect. Interesting. Okay. So that thing happened mm-hmm. and they split. Well, right. And they split in a really interesting way, right? So in this, this would be the intermittent left swipe in the middle of our right swipe, right? So the right swipe gets picked up and now it's some number of years later. It's eight years later. That doesn't sound like a left swipe. That sounds like a divorce. It is. It, it, frankly, it is. It's like know, a divorce. And it, a it, prenup. And it's, <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah, well said. No prenup, right? Well said. Because what ends up happening in 2021, <laughs> late 2021, the venture is a venture <laughs> capital company <laughs> takes the, the proprietary software bits that were FireEye and the name FireEye um, out of that company, combines it ultimately with Mac- McAfee, which we've talked about to McAfee, to create Trellix, which if you want to listen to that, there's a pwned episode about that in one of mm. these earlier uh, episodes. Um, but that's hanging out over there. But what was left was Mandiant. Mandiant's exo- agnostic software, Mandiant's agnostic services, and they're sort of hanging around. And so, as you mentioned earlier, Justin, like Microsoft comes along and says, wow, you guys are really smart. We love security. We're trying to make our platform better. And so they're looking around and there's some sniffing going on. You see the price start to rise. There's been an, an enormous increase, if you've seen, in the valuation of Mandiant between the beginning of February and where we are today, just massive. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work out. That would, I guess, was a Microsoft left swipe, right? Or perhaps a Mandiant left swipe. We don't know, right? Yeah, or maybe maybe Microsoft's swiping right pretty hard. They're trying to make it happen, but yeah. for one reason or another. It, no love connection. Who, who knows? Right on. And then, then Google comes along, fresh <laughs> off of another pwned episode about the acquisition of Samplify, right? Trying to make things more simple. Oh, dang. And they take a look and they say, look at these really smart people at Mandiant. And they're pretty agnostic because we're Google. We're pretty agnostic. And so what I think we're going to do is we're going to talk to them and see if there's a love match here. And mm. it looks like there was. And so clearly, and I'm not saying we have to, but clearly Google decided there was a right swipe. And now we see the combination of Mandiant and Google happening. And I think it's really interesting. And I've, I've got a bunch of other numbers, but let's talk a little bit more about, like, philosophically, Captain of Industry, what do you think about this merger? Hang on, I, have, I have another question for you before I, before I I'm answer. I'm a man full of answers. <laughs> and Foresters, old Forester, 1920 Prohibition style. Here we go. <laughs> so, FireEye and Mandiant mm-hmm. are together. FireEye is... Uh, I don't want to say kind of fallen from grace, but their market momentum has significantly slowed. How much of that split between Mandiant and FireEye do you think is kind of a product of FireEye losing market momentum and perhaps Mandiant's agnostic approach to the market allows Mandiant to continue to move forward, right? Because, I mean, as far as Mandiant's concerned, like they don't really care about what products are in the market. They're going to do them. They're going to do whatever they do and the market can keep doing what it's, what it's doing and they're just going to keep rolling on. And whether it's FireEye or whether it's whoever or was whatever down the road, like it's, it's no difference to them. You know, they're just going to keep rolling their own kit. Yeah. We, we, we can never know really what goes on in those internal discussions. It's like any relationship, but you know, <laughs> looking, looking at it from the outside, 
I mean, FireEye kicked ass. I remember FireEye back in the late 2000s going into the early 2010s, and they were definitely the tool of choice to understand what the hell was going on in terms mm -hmm. of the capacity to do great monitoring at high speed uh, with high capacity and quality analytics. Yeah. FireEye had it nailed, right? So they closed, I have no idea what percentage of the Fortune 500, but I'm sure it was better than half, right? So they're yeah. killing it. Now they are both benefiting from and burdened with the fact that they've got lots and lots of implementations amongst really big clients who probably have a bunch of diverse sets of needs. And so now what happens, and you and I deal with this all the time, right? Mm -hmm. We're always talking about what's going on in the wild. How do we improve what we're doing because of what's brand new? Our teams are constantly like, what the hell's new, right? Yeah. But now FireEye, who has all those smart people, but now half of those people are like, holy hell, what the hell do I do to support the existing customers? How do I morph what we have into the thing they want? Because now the thing they want is on a Chromebook. Yay. Or, oh my God, we got to move more to Apple because Apple's really moving its way into business computing. And suddenly you start seeing that bifurcation of what would have been their traditional investment in just learning what's going on in the threat community to now I've got to support the enterprise software community as well, right? So right. naturally there's, there's this diminution of the investment they can make in staying awesome at security. They've, they have to stay awesome in security and in supporting the product. Whereas Mandiant, the company and Mandiant, the organization within FireEye, can be completely focused on everything that's new. Because frankly, when they get the call, when the phone rings, when somebody says, help, I need Mandiant, it's because Mandiant is brilliant at what's new, right. right? And so there's two separate market pressures that are applying there. And if I'm looking at this, you know, investor Uberale, right? I'm looking over everything and I'm like, wow, these are, these are two freaking different companies, dude. There's this yeah. great existing software business. And wow, that legacy software business, as cool as it is, it kind of feels like McAfee, right? It mm -hmm. kind of feels like a legacy mm -hmm. endpoint business. It's just, an le it's a legacy, you know, detection business. I have an idea. Why don't you throw that over there? And for this new, incredibly, you know, resilient ability to learn what's new, I'm going to move that out. I'm going to give you another number because I can't help myself. When Mandiant was originally purchased, right, if you think about the price that was paid for them, they were, you know, like at a, a billion dollars for, yeah. for the revenues that they have. When the dissolution happened, when that painful divorce happened, right, when they tried to decide who gets what, without the prenup, unfortunately, right, the part that was the FireEye proprietary software and systems that went to McAfee, that was $1.2 billion, right? If we look at the price of Mandiant, the market cap for Mandiant, prior to all this interest from Microsoft and Google and others, it was up to $3.6 billion, right? So literally prior to this potential for a love match happening, that was the value of Mandiant's approach, which was agnostic to system type and service oriented, even though there's great software supporting it, but again, you know, agnostic, not worrying about the, the, the types of software that's, that's running it. Mandiant was three times as valuable as the FireEye proprietary stuff that had really been the engine for purchasing them mm. eight years previous. That's a massive statement that I think we can learn a lot from in our industry and perhaps our, our listeners can learn as well. That says that, you know, those systems, those platforms, regardless of what some of the analysts may be saying, those systems and those platforms may, be, may not be the way home to future-proof yourself. You want to find somebody who understands the hell out of security, like Mandiant does, mm -hmm. versus understanding the hell out of supporting you know, a specific set of software for the customers, the way in which FireEye had succeeded. Right. Makes sense. Diatribe over. <laughs>
So those those numbers though. Yeah. We look at then till now, coupled it with market returns. What do you think about that? That's tough. I mean, so hang on, just make sure I got this right. So the initial acquisition occurred in 14. 14. Yeah. Now 22. NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange. I don't even know what the NASDAQ numbers are. NASDAQ has almost tripled. Two and change, two and change times. All of my money is buried in the shed. <laughs> behind the shed in the backyard. <laughs> I don't follow any of that. It's like social media. It's like LinkedIn. <laughs> so, okay, so it's tripled. Mm-hmm. The numbers you're talking about have not tripled. No, and, and it, in the nature of a true friend, Justin knows that being completely numbers retentive, I've done all the research. So here's, <laughs> here's an update, right? So the total value, if I assume that FireEye paid an appropriate price for the team at Mandiant for, of a billion dollars, and I assume you know maybe issued extra stock for it, I'm going to assume that the maximum value of FireEye Mandian together in 2014 is the sum total of the two supposed market caps, one being the true market cap that was available for FireEye plus the billion dollars they spent for um, Mandian. So that's $5.2 billion. If I then do the same math today, it's now eight years later, as you mentioned, I've got FireEye Mandian together in 2022. The total value I'm asserting is $4.8 billion, which is the $1.2 billion that was paid by the smart PE firm that rolled FireEye and McAfee together, plus the $3.6 billion, which was the market cap for Mandiant before all this excitement around Microsoft or Google acquiring them. Mm-hmm. And so what that tells me, and of course I did the math, um, that tells me that that's an 8% loss over an eight-year period. And during that same period, as you mentioned, NASDAQ almost tripled. That's tough. For investors, right. that's tough. Now, I'm sure there's other things. Maybe there's dividend payments. Maybe there's other forms of financial recoup. I have no idea. But just looking at it, in an industry where leaders are just killing it, that looks like it was tough. I give a lot of credit to the team at Mandiant for making it through. I give a lot of credit to the team at Google for recognizing. And we can talk about this a little bit in terms of the love match, about whether it's a good idea or not. Right. Uh, and I also, you know, I have a lot of confidence. A lot of smart people at FireEye who may be able to reinvigorate what goes on at McAfee, and maybe together they'll have enough heft to change the market a little bit. But yeah. we'll see. So your commentary, your theme through this entire season has been, there's more There's more to the story than just the numbers, right? If you look at the numbers on just the surface, like, yeah, it's the numbers are impressive. They're big effing numbers, but there's a story behind all of it. You know, so it might not be all that it seems. Okay, so let's fast forward. Play right the slow now. music, pour the vodka gimlet. It's time to talk about the love match. <laughs> there we go. The love match. <laughs> all right. What do you think? I'm going to start with you. I've been John rapidly here. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to catch a mid-sip. So let me frame the question this way. As someone who in earlier episodes and through life is focused on the financial viability of the organizations we talk about, and also somebody who has been in the exec role who understands how to buy security and to put these things together. And as somebody who leads a company who supports all of these environments, let me ask you, when you watch the technically savvy world shaking team at Google, acquiring an equally security savvy technical team at Mandiant um, for the prices that they're paying, is this, is this like eight o'clock? Oh, I'm so glad I met you. Is this midnight? Okay. Is this 2 a.m.? Or is, should this not have been a match? That's a good question. There's all these things that I want to say that I'm filtering myself right now. <laughs> I question 
what Google is doing right now. Believe it or not, I did not connect the dots until we started this that Google bought Simplify. S- Simplify. Now they're buying Mandiant. For all of the partners, the few partners that exist within the Chronicle mm-hmm. backstory uh, kind of enclave, if you will, it draws a lot of questions for me. And the question that draws, like a big question draws, so the big Herjavec merger that happened between mm-hmm. Herjavec and Fishtech, Fishtech was really, really good and really, really focused on trying to drive Chronicle backstory, which I've, I've already said, I have my opinions on it. Take it how you will. But now Herjavec and Fishtech, F- Fishtech, that was, that was the merger recently over the last couple of weeks, um, have renamed the company Ciders. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's what I recall. But Ciders was bit, the original Ciders sock. So Fishtech had a sock. They called it Ciders. It was, uh, there, there, there's actually a meaning to it, but it was foundationally built on top of Chronicle. Wow. So, at the t- and we've talked about like what's in a bit. Like every, every time I'm like, oh, super in a bit, yeah. like meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I'm familiar with that platform. I'm familiar with the technological landscape. You know, you, you can listen to past episodes if you want to hear that. But when I look at like what, that group is trying to do it. And by the way, there's hundreds of millions of dollars behind that right sure. now. The question I would be asking if I was that group is saying, I'm a major, major partner in Google and I've kind of uh, invested my business in them. Um, now they're investing in seemingly their own services, their own technology. Like what does that say to the market? And if you are, you know, the Herjavec of the world, like now how comfortable are you actually? Right. And, but to me, it tells me that Google sees value and security. Fact. And, 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 and Mandiant's a great name. My personal opinion. It's like throwing pebbles into the ocean. A little bit. You know, is that it's not going to make a big difference in the, in the grand scheme of things, honestly. They're not, I mean, you're, you're, Mandiant's a great company, they have a great reputation. In my opinion, they've done things correctly over the years, the way yep. that things that should be done. They're being assimilated into the Borg, and they're going to disappear. And by the way, there's no, there's no divorce. Like, there's no peeling out of this. Like, they're gone forever. And the question I would ask is them is saying, do you really feel like you can influence the Chronicle platform in a meaningful way, in a way that I speculate would be important to Kevin? And from an outsider looking in, qualify that. To me, on, from the outside looking, it appears no. Like, I, I don't think you can. It is, it is a, the Borg, right? But it casts a message to the entire market as to Google's true intent. The fiscal benefit for that much dollars is if Mandian is an LLC, there's a 1041 step-up depreciation. There's a 30-year capital depreciation on the asset, which I don't know. I think it's pretty good, but... For Google at $2,700 a share, whatever they're at right now, I don't think they really give a shit. But anyway, so you're wanting to know if I go right or left. Well, if I'm, if I'm Google, I'm right. If I'm Mandiant, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hard left. I'm like, I'm trying to get a bigger, bigger screen real estate so I can, I can keep going left because your company is uh, a está muerto at that point. I like this. I like <laughs> when we disagree. <laughs> Like By the great. way, like I, I, I never left. I, I, I never, I never left Swipe. Yeah, right? Fact, I'm, fact. I'm I was the one who was like neutral on uh, the last one, which was Optive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 
uh, I was I was middle of the road because I want to wait and see because when the lights come up, you learn a lot. Yeah, um, we, we 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 ended on a half swipe half on that swipe. one. Half swipe, yeah, it's <laughs> so are. unrewarding for everyone. So in this one, I'm a hard right swipe, and I'll tell oh, you why. I love it. I will tell you why. I hear what you're saying, and if your perspective is the correct one, I'm completely wrong. I'm happy to say that. I don't think Google is going to challenge other organizations with services. I think that Kevin Mandy over the years has built a service that accommodates all kinds of tech. And Samplify is all about, hmm, let me think about it, take out an E, it's Simplify. Right? How do we write queries that makes managing security simpler? So I'm thinking and hoping the same way we talked about in the Samplify uh, right swipes is that what's happening is that Mandiant is going to be a way for them to expand the way that they simplify the use of what has historically been a very hard to use platform in Chronicle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so basically that that if it's Herjavec or somebody else, right, who's coming together to get this done, they're going to get better tools. They're not going to get a competitor. They're going to get somebody who has the brain of a competitor who's building tools that make that tool an excellent tool for them to use to offer security to their partners and, and, and their clients. So for me, it's a hard right swipe. And it's not it's not because they would enable a great security business for Google, because I agree with you. I think that's tough. They'd be cannibalizing their own revenue. I could be wrong, but I'm hoping that what they're going to do is they're going to take advantage of Mandiant's long experience in successfully delivering agnostic services, combine it with Samplify's capacity to query for data that's hard to find, and Chronicle's encyclopedic capacity to like gather it all together and finally create some melange of those things which allows regular <laughs> folks to understand security a little bit better, make it a little easier. Pretty solid, man. It's just a thought. No, it's great. It's your opinion. All right. So you're right. I'm right. Um, you're hard left. <laughs> I'm hard left. Yep. And, and you also might be right, by the way. But So what is, where, where does that leave us? That leaves us with a zero swipe. And for our interested listeners, and by the way, thank you for all the emails we get about how wrong we both are. We appreciate those. Um, just keep them coming. Um, but I encourage you to monitor us. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to set a timer. The deal was announced on March the 8th, or maybe the night of the 7th, but the night that we'll say March the 8th. And so when we get to September 8th of 2022, Justin Ooh. and I will revisit the swiping episode to decide, was he right, coyote date, or was I right, love match kids on the way? <laughs> and i would maybe we set something a little bit further in the future too okay cool say based on the shifting threat landscape you've basically put your stake in the ground at this point in time but it's not relevant into the future quite possible the world changes it does very smart that's, that's my advice sure. yeah all right that's a pretty good one man <laughs> let us know what you think <laughs> we're, we're neutral Okay, wrap it. Our first Swiss episode. <laughs> Perfectly neutral. Yeah. All right. By the way, I hear the Frank's doing pretty good nowadays. Swiss Frank. Oh, very good. Yeah. If you if you follow currency trade at all. I'm currently not following currency. <laughs> yeah, like I said, all, all, all my money's buried in the backyard behind the shed. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're going to wrap this one. Right on. Anything to add, Holly? No? Shaking her head no? Holly's busy cracking the whip. Right. All right. If you need security help. Or you think we're wrong or right. Pwned at newharborsecurity.com. Perfect. If you need help taming a pack of wild wolves or 
being attacked yeah. by a gang of mole-nosed shrews. <laughs> right. We're here for you. Yeah. Or polishing your gargoyle in your castle. Jack's good at that. <laughs> that was a euphemism. <laughs> All right, we're out. <laughs>